0: The book of John holds so many different things, but one of the biggest things is believing in Jesus Christ. It's what we talk about today and much more on today's podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome to another podcast. I, I'm Steve Hollis, and across from me is Eddie Hammond, and with us via Zoom is Brian Miller.
1: Hi, guys. How you doing? We're doing pretty good, Steve. Oh, doing good, doing good. Glad to join you today. It's the three of us. Have we done it? Have we done it? Three of us together? We
0: have Maybe not we done did. this. We have not done this live. Now, what we've done is we did oh, insert right. your recording, yeah, before. But other than that. Uh, This is the first time we're doing this live, so hopefully there's not going to be a lot of hiccups.
1: Well, I've listened to some podcasts, and let me just say right off the bat uh, what I think about baseball. I mean, what I kind of know about baseball. (laughs) Okay, yeah, please do. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bingo. This (laughs) this is a baseball podcast. No. just hang out loose.
0: No, no, not baseball. But I will say this. Because we like to we like to talk up the Cubbies just a little bit because especially in those years that they're not doing so good and that's pretty much most of all the Best of done. the time yeah is the fact that uh, uh, the Cubbies are now off their losing streak and they're on a winning streak now they had a break yesterday but they've won six games in a row wow. since the All Star break so
2: and the problem here Brian is
1: this place infested with Cardinal fans it's an well I'll tell you what. Let's talk a little bit. If we can talk a little bit about the 78 Reds and the <laughs> 2001 Oakland A's, 2002, somewhere in there. Yes. We can at least yes. name some players. But uh, otherwise. Probably,
0: yeah, Pete Rose maybe is in that mix. Maybe. Oh,
1: sure, Joe Morgan. I can name the whole 78 World Series. Johnny like. Bench.
0: Okay, okay. Johnny
1: Bench, right. Cesar Geronimo, George Foster. Oh, yeah. No, I can name oh, them all. Dave that's Concepcion. Great. You, you want to hear some more, don't you? you know, oh, pretty impressive. Ken Griffey. That, there there we go. You know, actually.
0: that is that is impressive. Uh, that's exciting. In and, and and honestly, that's about all the baseball that we have. Uh the time Tony for Perez, baseball. Yeah.
1: Don Gullet. <laughs> he's going to go on. who <laughs> was the manager. I don't, a, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. So you could say anybody. It uh, I didn't know. I think it was uh Larry. I think Larry was still doing it at the time, yeah. but I'm not sure. Or
0: Jonah. well. So, um, as we kind of move off of baseball and kind of go into uh, this last week, uh, Stacy and I went to uh, the Triennial Conference in Findlay, Ohio, wanted to report to you guys and to the rest that it was phenomenal. We had a great time. We had a special speaker uh, by the name of Brad Briscoe, and he did a fantastic job of of talking about uh, where the Lord is. Uh, the vision of the of the church in the future for the United States, and just uh, some of the things that he's been uh, studying for the last five to ten years, and uh, really has been great stuff, and it's exciting as we are continuing to move uh, as a body um, across roads here into the future, and and uh, so I just wanted to kind of report to that to you guys, and also the general conference and and seeing everyone there, um, you know, everybody did talk about COVID and and how it. Uh, was a depressed time, and I don't mean necessarily depressing, although we know that it was, but a depressed time in uh, having to regain the momentum. But that's why Brad was there, and um, Brad spoke of the things that now, where are we at, and how can we move forward? And so uh, great stuff, and probably th- some some things that we'll be talking about in the future. But um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to report to you guys about that.
1: Well, the church is going to look different. It is, isn't it? What was it is. what was one thing Brad said that really stuck out to you that you thought, "Oh, I wow, think, the church gonna look different."
0: Traditionally, uh, we know the church the way that it looks looked like, and in fact, we can go all the way back to Constantine, right? Uh, when yep. he, um, when he stated that that there's this hierarchy aspect. Well, in traditional churches of this day, even now um we've got the pastor at the top and we've got um uh, you know or or maybe even uh the the way that it that it then trickles down from there in the sense of the leading uh now we all know that we need to be the body but the biggest thing and this is interesting because for the last five years we have been talking here at crossroads about some of the similar things about team that team aspect of leading and, and what we need to be doing so the one big thing that really did stick out was as churches are leading into the future, the co-vocational—that's what he's he's kind of termed it—co-vocational. Yeah. That co-effort, that that effort towards leading together, and then going out to where that tapestry, that um, network, goes into the body the way that the Bible well. Can you imagine that, guys? The Bible saying something that we can really embrace, right? The body of believers, the church being the uh, productive way. But uh, the great thing about that is the different places in which we can do, quote-unquote, church. (laughs) When we talk about going to church, it's like he said, this is kind of funny, he said, um, going to church is like somebody saying, uh, well, I'm going to family. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to family. I'm going to, I'm going to be, um, when we say we're going to go to church, it's like we're talking about a, ba- a, a building.
1: Right.
0: But when, when we're talking about, when we're really talking about the church, we are the church, so how can we go to ourselves? We're already there. And so Christ is going to work in us in different aspects. And so therefore, and I won't go too much more into it because there's a lot of things said, but that's um, maybe a gist. The gist of some of the things that he said—it really was really neat—as we uh, spoke into the future for the church and how we can be the body of Christ.
2: Yeah, It, it, it would make more sense that when we say we're going to go be the church.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and not go to am- church. I'm going we'd to go be. Been
2: about that for years here. It's not a, it's not a building. It's, it's alive. It's a living organism. That's right. It's people. That's right. So. Yeah. But it's it's just been amazing down through the years. Uh, parents would tell their little kids, "This is God's house. God lives here." Well, they get yeah. the concept that they have to come back here to see or talk to God. That He's not, He's not here. He's not here anymore. And He is anywhere else. That's funny to me. <laughs> right.
1: But that, yeah. I remember, that was, I had I had a had a teenager say one time that his grandfather, who was a preacher, told him not to talk like that in the house of God. And I said, "Well, he was he was half right. Maybe you shouldn't talk like that anywhere." Yeah, exactly cuz he is the house <laughs> You're right. That's That's right. You you
0: are the temple. What you know, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's good stuff. So yeah, um Brad did a a really good job. We had some breakout times then as a whole group that we were able to talk around our our uh, tables and um, what's working, and and then hearing stories. And that was a big thing too that he mentioned. He said, keep telling stories of how God is working in and around you. Let's change the scorecard from how many tenders and how many, you know, what's your funds and what's the different things. Mm -hmm. Change that scorecard and celebrate those different things that are a part of the community, that are, are able to embrace what God is doing. In and everything that you're doing for the love of uh, of the gospel and through Jesus Christ,
1: I love I love that change the scorecard. My uh, um, we've been talking about that for a while, and my wife and I were at a church you know that has uh, and maybe you guys have it and I just haven't seen it yet where it says what the attendance was last week and what the giving was last week and what it is today. And yeah, no, we don't have on. one of
0: those boards up. No, we don't. But yeah, I wife, know what you're talking about.
1: Oh yeah, and my wife Danielle said, you know what we need is. Uh, and I'll let I me. Mean, what we need is one that says, "How many people did you have dinner with last week?"
0: That, yes. Yeah.
1: There that you aren't, go. That aren't members of your family. And and Janelle and I are. I mean, Eddie's Eddie's not even an extrovert. He's an extra of uh, an extrovert. Extra <laughs> extraordinary vert. I mean, he's he's as vert as you can get. You can't get more verted than than Eddie, but. I'm not, I'm not, I'm so, but, but even, but that's, and it's not all about people stuff, but you know, it's not, it's, it's about your relationships and being with people. That's right. And yeah. we've got to, we've got to move that direction. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, so it was
0: really good, guys, and um, a great time. Good. Of course, uh, the friends that you know, you know uh, and I'll just say a couple of them right off the bat, uh, Lance and Jeff said hi to the both of you. Send their love to our church and to the leaders and, um, and have been and will continue to pray uh, for the transition that's at hand and uh, all the things that are, that are happening that way. And so I think that's a good transition. Actually, right now, um, Brian, you you had a chance to talk a little bit um, in front of both services on yeah. Sunday, a little bit about what an interim is, uh, interim pastor. And um, do you want to, you guys want to banter a little bit more about? Just take a few minutes to talk a little bit more about
1: that. Well, I, oh, for I, sure. I, Go
2: ahead. I want to back, back up a little bit about uh, Brian talking about the uh, extrovert. Uh, we was at the newsstand yesterday after a group, and uh, we was having breakfast, and an old guy that from the community, he doesn't come to church anymore, he come in, and he put his hand on my, sh- my shoulder, and he was telling me what he, a good job he thought I'd done, and he said... My friend, you are a pillar of the community. I've never been called that. Oh. So I actually, you can add That's a new name. So Bob Snodgrass has given me a hard time about that. Of
0: course. The pillar? Yeah, I boy. said, you're going
1: to start treating me a little better now, brother. I'm a pillar of the community. I don't see Snodgrass grass treating you better. No. Let's forget that. So, And you know, that's paranoid. coming.
2: That's coming for you, so I just want to warn you now that that's coming for you. So, no, I, I, and I, I've thought about this and prayed about it, and I've, I've got a tremendous sense of peace that what we're doing now with you coming, Brian, and the way things is is exactly the way God wanted it. I've yeah. got, God has let me know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I, it's, it's it's also happening, not only with you, uh, Pastor, uh, but also the rest of us. Uh, well, we're embracing people, that they, and I understanding think it. Getting it. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: I'm I'm real excited about that, and you know, I know it's going to take a while, but I I really don't think we'll lose too many people. No, 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 no. They, they see the church as, like you said, the family of God. It's not about one person or two people. It's a it's about the group and. And, Brian, you 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 did a good job explaining that, and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And, Brian, you were going to say something there when I did transition to that and kind of bouncing back into that. What were you going to say, buddy?
1: I, I'm i not sure, actually. I, I think as long as you keep the donuts, we're not going to have any problems. Oh,
2: yeah. absolutely. Yeah, if you stop that, you've got, you've got a mutiny on your hands.
1: Yeah, if I was replacing the donuts, that would be a problem, I think. <laughs> People wouldn't go for that. People wouldn't go for that. No, you are you are a pillar of the community, and and that's something we need to think about too. You're not just a pillar of Crossroads; you're a pillar of the community, and so it's upon us, as the church, to kind of step up. and And I don't think I'm pretty sure no one person can fill your shoes, either in the community or uh, in the church or even in our tribe. You were talking about going to the Triennial meetings, I we I I love the tribe we're in, the Churches of God. It has been so encouraging to me, so supportive. It's not perfect, yes. but who right. is? I mean, we're not. And so, if they're not perfect, we probably fit in perfectly. You know? Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. the truth. But I love them, and Eddie's been very involved there. So we, you know, we've got to we've got to pick up, uh, pick up our own pace, and and figure out how to uh, not replace Eddie, but to to fill those shoes. That's that's what discipleship's all about. Is because not nobody goes on forever, and we we get prepared to fill shoes.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, what a great time of being reminded um, that we all have gifts and abilities. And one of the things that was pressed in by Brad was the APEST test. Yeah. The okay. the five-fold, um Apostles, prophets, um, evangelists. evangelists. Thank you, shepherds and teaching, teachers. And and how does that? Uh, how's our scorecard there? You know, each individually. What's that look like within the leadership? But then also as it trickles down to others, because we all are ministers to uh, the church or to the body. We are all. Called. Now, we have certain leadership positions and different things that we can help with helping the community grow, community of believers, community even which we live in. Just as you said, um, as uh, Eddie has been a part of this community now for a long time and a pillar of that community, people look to him um, for that wisdom and uh, that oh, grace sure. that, that he has given uh, so freely. So it's good. So what
1: are you, Steve? I, so it's the Apest, Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Shepherd, Teacher. Um, where do you Where do you land in that mix of five?
0: I was actually surprised a little bit, and I don't know that I was looking for anything, but I was just thinking, well, I would probably land, you know. And so I took the test, and so the the top two, and I can't really remember the top three, and I don't even remember the percentage, but Apostle uh, was yep. in there, and then wow. also Teacher was in there. Okay. And so I knew about the teacher. The apostle surprised me a little bit in the sense of um, what I had kind of assumed in that role of, that I've seen from others. But I hadn't really done a lot of study. But through seminary, we had um, taken that test uh, in the ministerial person uh, class that I was involved with. And yeah. uh, that was great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a little bit more. We actually um, were given a book that uh 5q i think it's it's right over yeah. here it's actually over yeah. here uh by alan hirsch and um there's a uh a test in there um to be taken and of course they've got different tests that way so it's it'll be interesting as we move forward here about how we can use those things and and um maybe in our own of course our leadership team our staff oh, for sure you gotta down.
1: That's right, right. Yeah. Eddie's Eddie's an evangelist. I don't think I have to guess on Eddie, and yeah. and that I think that's a rare er, a rarer uh, gift. I, don't I, think I as agree. People, ha- I don't see it as much, and Eddie is just Eddie's full of it, and you can read that that he's full of it anyway. He's full
0: of it. <laughs>
1: um, Diane might look at that a different way. Well, oh, that's what you he should said. choose another term. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll let our yeah. listeners pick one out. For sure. <laughs> I'm I'm an apostle prophet. So I have all my life started things. And yeah. you know, I, I've done that, done that, and done that. And prophet is the here's the truth. You know, and you may it's usually the truth. The prophet usually has the truth that you don't quite want to hear right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's true. That's, that's how I'm wired, a pro- apostle prophet.
0: That's great. We, um, yeah, and all of that process in which we are moving towards, um, church, as you listen to this, we're going to be moving towards uh, doing the will of the Father. All of that we say and all that we're talking about is to glorify God, uh, wanting to do um, His will so that others will uh, come to know Him better, to develop in Him, to mature. Um, to continue to do this great thing, not only in the community of Crossroads, but absolutely beyond. Because if we, if we get stuck inside our bubble, my goodness, we're not doing what we need to do uh, to step out to to reach others. So as I transition out of that and and wanted to transition into uh, talking about last week's message. Um, i'd like to have brian pray over the podcast the rest of this time uh if you would brian right now and uh and then we can go right into talking a little bit about uh the title that you may believe so brian would you
1: sure let's pray holy spirit we just ask you to be amongst us we are the body and i just pray we would feel those connections even as we pray to each other Uh, um you've made us one and uh uh spirit you do so many things you convict us you confirm things for us you speak to us you give us that sense of love you pour in a piece of strength when we need it and uh, i pray that right now whoever's listening to this that you holy spirit will touch them in the way that they need right now and that they will respond well knowing it's you we pray all this in jesus name Amen. amen amen amen
0: well uh pastor why don't you talk a little bit about give us a little bit of a synopsis again and and then we'd like to go ahead and dig into it a little bit and
2: uh well i I started talking about the genesis in the beginning that god created he spoke it (laughs) into existence which is just an amazing thing to me heaven and earth ocean streams trees grass birds fish animals and then finally humans it was just called into existence by his voice. And I always think about the breath of God. And Adam, when he made Adam, he just breathed that breath of life into his nostrils. And he became alive. Mm-hmm. And since then, every human has inherited that. We have the breath of God in us, whether we acknowledge him or not. That breath has made us immortal. And then that's up to us where we spend eternity. And in John, he starts out that way, that Jesus came to to seek and to save the lost but he kind of spoke salvation in the person of Christ into this world yeah it's an amazing thing to me we talk about the books of Apocrypha but that God was silent for 400 years I think he was silent I don't think he he had anything hardly to do with anybody that's an amazing thing to me 400 years and then from Malachi to Matthew and then uh, Jesus like I said showed up in the neighborhood God said, it's time for me to go down and straighten these guys out. (laughs) And that, you know, that's what he did. I I talked about William Barclay and what he said about John. And then we talked about the four gospels and why we have them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, Matthew's over his gospel. You could hang the sign, behold your king. Mark would say, behold my servant. And Luke would say, behold a man. And then John would say, behold your God. I mean, that was his point—that you might believe. And I, Brian, has probably done the same thing throughout the years. When somebody comes to Christ, I usually have them start in the Book of John. That's a, um,
1: you do that, Brian? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I do. I like the Book of John. I, I like, I like it. I'm, you know, and you're, you're. I mean, I already told you where I'm going to be preaching from. Yeah, so. and I appreciate that too my brains my brain's pretty pretty Matthew and it struck me though that you you're absolutely right about the gospel of Matthew that uh, here's your king okay. yep. here's your king and and I don't and I think that's a prophetic message in a lot of ways absolutely because I think uh, we know he's our savior and we may say he's our Lord but we don't think of him as king right as much as Matthew wants us to and so that's going to be the piece there for that I'm excited yeah. about as you as you give it your life here's your god and then beginning to see Jesus as your king
2: yeah, yeah. yeah changes your good.
1: perspective sure and then John has us look at every facet of
2: Jesus what he what we need him in our life at different times of what we need him to be and that's what, there are times we need to realize that he is king and we are the subjects of his kingdom there's times when we need to rule for, he needs to rule firmly and decisively in our lives. As king, we obey his orders supposed to. In other moments, however, we need him to wash our feet and teach us by example how we are to serve others. Sometimes we need to realize that he was once one of us, that he hungered and and hurt and that he sympathized with our weaknesses. There are times in our lives when we need to see him as God, creator, sustainer of the universe who is in control of all circumstances, who is absolutely worthy of our praise. And then I went in and talked about why we have John's gospel. That's to show Christ, show what he's like. And uh, in chapter 3, verses 30 and 31, many other signs, therefore, Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these have been written that you may believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So, and he goes on to talk about... if everything was written down, there wouldn't be enough books to... That's, that's a wild thought,
0: isn't it? There's it is. About that. I, I, I've, uh, I've thought about that, too. You know, how many uh, signs and miracles and things that he performed and did, and there, would, there wouldn't be enough books in the world. I mean, that's saying something. Um, you know, and I, I, it probably speaks of not only uh, what happened physically or outside, but what was happening eternally. Internally and eternally. Well, and the, the blessings, the miracles, the, the processes of what. Then was the whole happening.
2: concept the Jews yammered and yammered and yammered for Messiah, and then when he shows up, who's this guy? That, that, <laughs> well, they, I, and I always thought this is just my, my thoughts on this, but when Pilate asked him to pick, after all said and done, Pilate says, I wash my hands, said, Let his blood be on you, not me. And boy, if you think about the years of anti-Semitism, I, mean, I don't know if the Holocaust played, in, if it mm. went back to those words or not, but it, it really makes me think that those yeah. words were spoke till the end time. I you mean, know, only two-thirds of the Jews will be killed in the tribulation. A third of them will be saved, but, you know, they they didn't want him. I don't, you know, Brian, you might enlighten us on this, but I think the biggest thing, they just wanted to be out from under the Romans. Hmm.
1: They did want to be out from under the Romans. They they sure did. They sure did. It was it was oppressive to them, and and they wanted a king. For me, it goes back to there's some stuff in. I'm going to get the chapter and verse wrong here, but I think it's First Samuel eight that uh, they didn't have a king and all. They were clamoring for a king. Yeah. I mean, it's always about we want somebody to lead us, and they were clamoring for a king and and. Uh, uh, Samuel went to God and said, you know, look, they they want a king. And he's like, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me.
2: Mm.
1: So that's that's the deal. And he says, you tell them I'm going to give them a king, but you tell them this. That when I give them a king, that king will take the best of their fields, the best of their sons, the best of their fruits. That king will take for themselves. And that's what we see. Right? And yep. politics will yeah, take, take for themselves. That's what the Roman Empire was doing. That's what I think Russia's trying to do. So They're trying to, I just want exactly more. Right. Just yep. like to have more. Um, and, and we've, that's, so we just have to stop and say to ourselves, God is our king. Jesus, God said, I'm going to send in the line of David down to you to be your king. And we're going to see that in Jesus Christ. And so we've got to We've got to learn to just follow Jesus as close as we can, and we don't. We stop and go, you know, here's a guy saying stuff that seems pretty interesting, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> he may be pretty interesting, but you put him in power, he's going to want the best of your stuff, best of your sons. He's going to want more. Um, we, uh, it's You know, what do they say about democracy? It's the worst type of government except for all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Two.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. right and it is it's, yeah. it's the greatest country on earth but we got we to be careful and we got to put Jesus first
2: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's, and that's you're right that's what John's talking about and uh, that's what Matthew that's what they're all talking about in their different ways you yeah. know? so then, then I ended this message just to encourage people to read John if they would do that I love that encouragement And they need to do that. I should have, I thought about, I should send out a calling post and just remind people and ask them if they've been reading John.
0: Yeah, we can easily do that. that. I think that would be a great idea, for sure, accountability. this, uh,
2: This coming Sunday is the prologue to real life. I'm going to go on with that a little bit. A prologue to a story establishes the setting and gives background details, and that's what John does. He explains the background and gives great detail about how humans can have abundant life here on earth. And have eternal life with God, you know. And that's kind of where I'm going on that. And there's then there is um, some truths. There's five arguments. First, the Son of God in eternity. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's the first one. And in the Son of God at creation. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him. And apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. And then... Uh, And then we. I'm going to talk a little bit about the meaning of life. Macbeth, and Shakespeare's play of the same name, reveals his philosophy of life. Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player, that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and furious signifying nothing. However, John's drama of life is not summed up in philosophy, but in a person, and that, and that's, and that's Christ. Uh, and then. The third argument is the Son of God on earth, that he was God with skin on. That's my favorite term, if you will. And then four was the Son of God incarnate. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Glory as the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Uh, Peterson's message puts John 1.14 like that same verse. The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. That's where I got that.
1: I love that. I love that. Okay,
0: so I'm going to stop you right there. John or uh, Brad Briscoe uh, from the triennial time uh, this last week said that very thing and pinpointed that three times as he was speaking about that. He said, I love the way Patterson put that in there, and he said God moved into the neighborhood. He said that should say something to us as a church what are we doing about those that are in our quote- unquote neighborhood and even our direct neighbors
1: yeah absolutely he goes we on need to say to move that, into the neighborhood as a church that's for sure yeah yeah that's true he
2: goes on to say in that verse uh, Peterson does we saw the glory with our own eyes the one of a kind glory like father like son generous inside and out true, true from start to finish so that the our incarnation and then the fifth argument is the son of God explains the father and that's where that term comes in. God was skin on because he was that's exactly what he was what Christ became I'm going to end with this by becoming human Christ became the perfect teacher in Jesus life we see how God thinks and therefore how we should think he became the perfect example as a model of what we are to become Jesus shows us how to live and gives us the power to live that way and in the perfect sacrifice Jesus as a sacrifice for all sins, and his death satisfied God's requirement for the removal of sin. So that's where we're headed, kids.
1: That's great. Sounds good.
0: Absolutely. And uh, Brian, is there anything that you'd like to say about the book of John or what Eddie's been kind of talking about?
1: Oh, there's all this stuff that Eddie hasn't even mentioned yet, which is not... You know, it's because they're so it's so rich, right? We haven't even talked about John 3.16, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm re- here it is in Peterson's translation. I pulled it up. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, so that no one need to be destroyed. By believing Him in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. That's what you're talking about, that full life, right, Eddie? Yeah. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger telling the world how bad it was, he came to help, to put the world right. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to him. And then you just feel like you're going further, like in a John 10, 10. I don't have it right in front of me. But, you know, Satan came to uh, steal Kill and destroy. I have to stop because my Clark County accent wants to say steal, kill, and destroy. <laughs> I want to rhyme those two first ones, but it's not. It's steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give life and life to the full. Amen. Abundantly. Yep. Yeah, that's great.
0: That's absolutely the truth. As as we move forward. Uh, into this season, into this time frame, into our very present um, time and into the present future, uh, wherever we are. This is going to be so important for us to hear this these words, Eddie, and uh, very timely as we move forward in understanding yeah. why did God come and how can we show His love? And so as we embrace this very thing, um, may we be praying for the body, the church, um, and uh, to, for us all to move forward.
2: And people need to hear the word. Uh, in the beginning of, of this message, uh, I've got a clip. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Ch- Churchill has been one of the best leaders in the world. He saved England from the Nazis, and mm-hmm. he gives that he gives a speech because they was ready to give up. Chamberlain went and was whining to Hitler was going to throw in the towel, but. But the Word, and I like how, John, the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And people need to hear the Word. That's right. so
0: That's so good. Well, Pastor, could you go ahead and pray as we've wrapped this point in time that the well, Word will go out? Um, Eddie or Brian, were you going to say something?
1: Well, I was just going to say, but before we go, explain to me how August 7th works. So, okay, so let's pray. So we can and pray first.
0: There we go. Let's pray, and then let's talk about August 7th, and uh, we'll go from there.
2: Thank you, God, for my brothers. Thank you for this time, and Lord, just thank you for being real in our lives and giving us guidance and direction, and I thank you for what you're continuing to do here in this place and around the world through the likes of us, Lord, we thank you for that. Uh, The future's bright. I do believe that Crossroads' best days are ahead, Uh, Why? Because we're following your advice, and uh, we're listening to your guidance, and we're obeying you. We're doing what you want us to do, and that's a great thing. So I thank you for bringing Brian to us, Lord. And uh, we think about this today, about you and who you are, that we give you the honor and glory that we should in our lives, that we do read your word, that we do uh, have that great relationship with you, that we commune about everything. And we don't make choices just random, Lord. We just listen to you, Holy Spirit, as you guide us. So Thank you, Lord. We love you and give you praise and glory. We ask it all in the name of Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 So, uh, Brian, you brought up August 7th, and August 7th uh, is going to be where we're going to be in the uh, the Park and Lake here in Sullivan County, and um, we're going to have one service and one service only. At 10.30. And it will be at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and um, it'll be over in the band shelter area Um next to kind of where the beach if you're familiar with the area um, those that are listening uh, so you'll you'll come through we'll have uh, a paid pass for you to come through on that just say that I'm going to crossroads and um, uh, you just drive straight and you'll see it yep you'll yeah. just keep going through the straight through past the hut that's a little bit of a jaunt left yeah, but not and then straight yeah. um, but not much and uh, again uh, we're gonna have uh, service will start at 10 30. Uh, we're going to try to help have some online presence that morning. It's been a little bit difficult in the past. We'll try it again. Um, we'll see if we can. But uh, then at the end of that service, we're going to have a baptism. And uh, so if you'd like to be baptized, if you've been considering that, we were sure would love to talk to you about that. And, and you can call in here at the church's office, 812-268-0088, and uh, talk to one of the uh, the pastors here on staff we'd love to talk to you about that um, and then afterwards we're going to have a catered in dinner at the Civic Center now if you know where Crossroads is at uh, on the square on Court Street you just go north two blocks and it's on the uh, the east side of that Court Street area and that's the Civic Center so we're going to have a catered in dinner um, for those that would like to come
2: the Leones are going to do that aren't they
0: I do believe. Yeah. What time does that start? The dinner? Uh, I, I figure would be
2: around noon or a little after.
0: I would yes. Think
2: noon. I don't know for sure, but that's okay. That that would be pretty close.
0: Something that we'd probably need to go ahead and uh, clarify, clarify yeah. for yeah. this coming Sunday, and then even reiterate, and then podcast to come this next week, and maybe even a, pa- a calling post. So. Yeah.
1: Now who's invited to this dinner? Like like it's 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 probably me and you guys. And is that yes. it?
0: Yeah, me and you and Eddie. (laughs)
1: That's about it. You just eat all you want. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: Um, Absolutely a Crossroads family and those guests that are invited into uh, coming in and joining, not only at the Park and Lake. And And, and we we have a lot of
2: requests to get together to eat. Mm -hmm. We don't do this hardly often, and so that's pretty much Brian Watt done it. And uh, originally, this was going to be my last Sunday. But the way God worked it out it's in September and that was going to be kind of a see you later meal something like that so
1: <laughs> well I wonder I wonder if we can uh, maybe you can edit this out of the podcast I wonder if we should take a few minutes at the dinner to let people kind of reflect on their time with Eddie as well yeah
0: you know that's something to consider is that a possibility and, uh it's it it is a possibility I think it would warrant some more uh, thinking and uh, maybe even some more talk and uh, Praying for wisdom on that, but I think it, it the initial thought of it right off the bat is is a good thought.
2: Yeah, me too. That'd be good. It probably should. We should probably get that in in
1: five minutes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And don't give Snodgrass <laughs> Don't give the mic. <laughs> those those people who want to say nice things about Eddie, we'll let them both go, and <laughs> yeah. then
0: uh, you know, yeah, we we need that. we need to have the finger on the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no, it's good. So. Yeah, and I tell you, um, I've had I've thoroughly enjoyed our podcast here today, guys. Thank you for joining in, and, and quite honestly, um, it, it's great to commune here and to talk of what the Lord has been yeah. casting, how He's been casting the vision and how He continues to do so as we stay obedient to His will. Is there anything else you guys would like to add to the rest of this?
1: Nope, not me. No, okay. I'm good. All right. Thanks, Brian. Well, Thank it's, it's, it's yes,
0: yeah, it's been a wonderful time together, guys. And uh, may the blessings of Jesus Christ, uh, His love, encourage you. The strength that He provides encourage you as you go out amongst your day today, folks. Thanks for joining us here on today's podcast. And until the next time, we'll say goodbye for now. Bye bye.